Welcome to Life to the Full, a message to Christians. This is a podcast about the abundant life that God promises in Scripture. We want to inspire those who are frustrated with themselves and their communities to live a transformed life that will impact the world. Our primary purpose is to be a platform that will impact the world through conversation. We want to invite others to connect and unite in curiosity, vulnerability, and responsibility. A transformed life is about growth, learning, and evolving. A transformed life leads to transformed communities, and transformed communities impact the world. One conversation at a time. Welcome to Life to the Full, a message to Christians. We're back, guys. It is the end of April, and we wanted to share some good news. Well, we wrote a lot of things down in our last episode of the year, as promised. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about was our Sunday get-together here at our place. I know we mentioned we wanted to have a local community or local friends to come to our place and we break out Bible, but we also break what, honey? Break some bread. (laughs) Make some barbecue. So Jimmy is pretty good at the naming stuff. What did you call this, honey? I called it BBB. Barbecue, bonfire, and Bibles. (laughs) Yeah, you sound like... Instead of a BBQ, it's a BBB. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So I um, created a flyer with uh, what's the meaning of the BBB. Of course, you created a flyer. Of course I did. And uh, send it out to a couple of friends. And, um, you know, when you send things out, some may be out of town, some may decline. Um, Good stuff. Everybody got back to us. And we had three couples that said yes. Mm -hmm. And, And that's what we did. So, so did. yeah, so they came over. We the the weather's been really nice. Uh, we're we're getting to um, do a uh, DIY in our backyard. We're, I'm very proud of you, honey. Guys, he uh, what's that called? Oh, I, I I mowed the lawn. Mowed the lawn, yes. And I trimmed the hedge. Yes, of some of the bushes here in the backyard. So it was good. And pull of the weeds. Well. Trim the weeds, yeah. right, in, in, in the backyard. So that was a fun adventure, uh, getting all that ready to... Uh, well, we did a, a season cleanup in our backyard. We did. Um, you know, re- ready to welcome our guests. You know, I, I, um, I know for the longest time, I've been saying that I needed a bigger house in order to host. So one of those moments that I realized was when we had the whole family over for barbecue. Do you remember mm. that? Uh, my aunt who passed away was still here. That's right. Um, we had, my mom had cooked food downstairs in the basement. We had barbecue outside. And the kids were running around from the basement to the office, to our apartment, to the backyard. And I realized because my nephew, in one of those times that he's running around through the office, he goes, whoa. You live in a mansion. (laughs) So through the eyes of someone that small, he must have been like four or five at that time. Mm. This place is huge. Mm. You know, and knowing that, you know, Jimmy's mom lives upstairs, he was like, 
and there's more you know i'm only like in one level of the house and there's so much more and his perspective really helped me to see you know what yeah i i, I do you know compared to other places i mean honey compared to our first apartment how big was that oh yeah we had that little studio uh-huh in, uh <laughs> in queens and in my memory the train came straight towards our apartment and it made a sharp left-hand turn or right-hand turn yeah, we visited but we went there and there's actually no there's no turn at all so i don't know if it looked different from our apartment for some reason maybe further out there's a big turn yeah, it's perspective i think right? we looked at it at the map too and it's like perfectly straight Dang, it's the perspective so uh you can't can't always trust your memories kids can't always <laughs> trust your memories um so you know from that point on, it, it's been really nice having people over for barbecues. And um, even right now, we are hosting one of our friends in our office because that was another thing that I had said. Well, we don't have an extra room. Well, how about my office? How about my office turns into a guest room? Yeah. Uh, our first very guest there was Kayla B. Shout out to Kayla. Kayla B. Uh, you know, she was our first guest to stay there. And we, you know, made that office very cozy for her. And um, even right now, we're talking about hosting. We have someone who's staying with us from California. So shout out to Peruchita, to Jen, who's with us. Um, and um, and it's very confusing because she also calls you Peruchita. Right. Why is that confusing? Because who's Perucha? Um, it's Perucha is like a nickname for like Peruvian girl. And then Peruchita is just because you make it nice and cute. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like a, my buddy buddy. So, anyway, uh, gringos don't get it, and we apologize. Winter's name's going advance. forward. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, anyway, what was your experience like for you, honey, to have people over, you know, cleaning the backyard in preparation of our guests because we're breaking out of the winter into the f- season of spring? Yep. was cool. I mean, we were exhausted. That that we gotta we, we we waited till the last minute. We waited till the last minute. We thought we were gonna get somebody to do the uh, the lawn and the weeding for us. Oh right. And then at the last minute, we were kind of like, you know what? It, it's too expensive, and nobody was really available oh, in right, the moment right. to mm-hmm. do the spring cleanup. So we ended up going to Lowe's, I believe, the night before, and I wanted to buy like a lawn mower that I could ride. <laughs> Mind you, the backyard is what. I don't know, like... 40, 50 feet, something like that, <laughs> of, like, grass. Um, you would run, like, zzz, zzz, back up and it yeah, would Yeah, yeah, you know, take, uh, take my shirt off, wear a cowboy hat, wow. like my dad would have, <laughs> mowing that lawn, and uh, play some techno music. <laughs> yeah! Man, you know what? Maybe one of your neighbors has a recording of that. Uh, I will... I will... Buy that recording. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'll I'll put money on that. Memory. What price would it be worth to you? Mm, it's worth a lot. Mm. Yeah. Maybe someone will be nice. Just give it to you. Yeah, that'll be great. If any it- of our neighbors, which is very <laughs> doubtful, ever listen to this podcast. So, baby, it's, it looks like you took some notes. Um, what, what's your notes about? I mean, tell me, tell me how the your notes and things that you were thinking about sharing in this podcast, uh, linking to this BBB Sunday that we had. Well, for the longest time, you, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about rethinking church. Mm-hmm. What does church mean to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, what does church mean to the Bible, even? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, how, how does what we do stack up to what we've been doing? 
And uh, the first memory I ever have of thinking about these things, I believe I was like 15 or 16. Still in high school? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was in uh, a service with my mom in our in our Catholic church. Mm-hmm. It must have been for some holiday. Mm-hmm. Cuz I remember it being <laughs> Your mom only goes on holidays. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, you know. You know, she's a CC. What's that? Casual Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As no one says, I think except me. Um I'm sure they do. They they probably have a funnier name. Mm-hmm. Uh but I remember like you know there's the there's the the kneeling down, the standing up, the, mm-hmm. the reciting of words. Mm-hmm. Everything kind of happens uh, at the same time every time. You know, there's the, the reciting of the of the creed. I believe it's Nicene Creed, uh, singing of hymns, and everything is kind of like forms. I remember like standing up, kneeling down, sitting down, standing up. We sitting did that down. this past Sunday. We did do that. That's this past Sunday. <laughs> Maybe this is why I was thinking about it. Mm. And I kind of had a moment, and I was like. Is this what Jesus really wanted? Mm-hmm. Like for thousands of years, people just like acting out the same movements mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, it kind of just, it's been with me like ever since, kind of these thoughts. Like it, it f- seems like the church in the Bible is so much more alive than what I experienced, you know, at least, at least as a teenager looking for answers, looking for, uh, something more, you know, my spirituality than just like, I'm going to go and I'm going to participate in some type of, uh, ritual, Mm -hmm. you know, that I maybe didn't even fully understand what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I was looking for, for something more, you know, I always had a deep sense of the spiritual, even when I, I didn't necessarily call that God or Jesus, just like something beyond me, mm-hmm. spiritual beings, uh, spirituality, uh, something more than what we can see, mm-hmm. you know, all that type of stuff. So, yeah, and I think this weekend, this past weekend that we did it, it was only a week ago now? Was it a few weeks ago? BB Sunday? Yeah. BBB? Yeah, it was uh, last Sunday. Yeah. I think it was like the first time like I've ever actually really experienced, you know, like what what it could be, maybe what it would have been like uh, for the first church, for the first disciples. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense. I definitely had those moments um, in ICOC. I remember my first uh, house church. Mm, house church has always made me feel like and that too. And I fell as I was in heaven. There was something about breakfast, as you know, as people in this podcast who has been listening knows that I love breakfast. Jesus said, come, have breakfast. It's her favorite. (laughs) It's my favorite thing to say. Line from Jesus. (laughs) Truly is. Um, And I, I still remember the difference. I remember sitting i was sitting next to carla and we're sitting on the floor because her apartment was so packed with people and this is in richmond richmond hill in queens um i forget what 104th street i believe that's the the house that they were in and it was 
I, I remember sitting next to her because her and somebody else were um, leading that Bible talk at the time. And I remember looking outside the window and seeing the sky bluer than I ever had in my life. There was something about sitting on the floor because all the, we weren't, nobody, the food was all in, the, in her table. People were sitting in the sofa and out. Carla and I and somebody else were sitting on the floor. Maybe a few other people. And it was something about sitting on the floor, looking outside the window. I still read. I, I actually can't see it. Really? Yeah. I, I, what's weird, I could see Carla's outfit too. There was something. She loved to wear it blue and yellow. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And it was something about that because that was like it was during spring and... Looking outside, the windows were open, and the house feeling super cool and super calm. I want to say Nene was there too. Shout out to Nene and Betty. Um, yeah, I want to say that Betty and Nene were on the floor with us too. There was just such a memorable part of that, and I felt as in this, this, this is amazing. Hmm. So that was my first uh, BBB or my first um experience of like maybe true authentic christian community yeah 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 because you know same thing with when you were talking about the catholic church you know a, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of people in icoc will will mock catholic catholics right and that right. was me you know oh whatever the tradition and all of a sudden I realized that our Sunday service looked pretty traditional, too. Yeah, so, sorry. And so, you know, we just got to be careful, right, when we we do that. But I did experience magic in the ICOC when it came to, like, breaking bread. And and I was like, how come we don't do this all the time? When you say breaking bread, you mean like sitting down, having a meal, yeah. like a house church. A house church. Like breakfast. That's what I mean. <laughs> breakfast. All right? You mean eggs and bacon and I bagels. Was, I was not talking about BBQ, barbecue. <laughs> no, it was bread and bagels. That's right. Yeah. Bacon. Um, and so, yeah, it was uh, really, it's, it's funny we're talking about that because I, you know, the second time I've had that same experience was in rugby. Mm. Um, so fast forward 10 years from now, from that moment to being in Staten Island. And this is when Nick and Shauna were leading the Bible talk. And again, felt the same thing being at the rugby apartment, having meals with people. We were having a blast. You know, that's what I miss. You know, there's nothing, um, you know wrong with ICOC or, or the church we used to belong to to me what felt wrong is like when when we don't try more of the actual stuff that works that brings unity right um so like defaulting back to renting a building or right now being on zoom that's it's um it feels pretty pretty dead right to be meeting with people i'm done meeting with people on zoom on zoom yeah yeah so Mm -hmm. but anyway my my first experience of asking myself this is what maybe was the experience of a you know disciple back in the day um would have been like yeah um and then we walked away from that so every opportunity i've had park service or anything like that i'm like why not have this every Sunday? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and you know, 
there, there's a, I was talking to you about this earlier a little bit. I think you were like, Ur! but there's like this, the debate between what's better, low church or high church. Mm-hmm. And high church is considered like very ritualized. Like, you know, you have like the big buildings, mm-hmm. you have the stained glass windows, you have mm-hmm. the statues or the icons, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the, the church service that we went to recently for one of your family members who had passed, mm-hmm. right? That was in a Spanish, Spanish Catholic church, mm-hmm. uh, of which I could not speak the language. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was meditating on, I was looking around is I was looking at all of the the statues and the paintings. And I was like, wow, I could see that when the mass used to be in Latin, hmm. why it was necessary to rely on art and music to communicate the message. Because, you know, even just looking around at the stations of the cross that are on every Catholic it's church's telling wall. telling a story. It, it's telling a story mm-hmm. and you can follow the numbers mm-hmm. and you can follow basically like what, what they feel is the gospel, gospel message mm-hmm. that you need to get. You know, and even looking up at the the altar where the priest was, and on one side there was Mary. It was obviously a picture of Mary. You know, we are in a kitchen, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> as, uh, as I mentioned earlier, our guest is uh, a staying in our office, so yeah. we we brought the studio here to the kitchen, and that was the coffee machine. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. No, so there, there was there, on each side of the altar there were different depictions of. You know, Mary, mm-hmm. you know, Mary with, with Joseph, Mary, you know, and there was a dove, like the messenger of the Lord came yeah. and told her what was going to happen to her. And like on the other side was like Mary and Elizabeth and I can't remember Elizabeth's husband's name, Zechariah, maybe whatever it is. Mm, uh, so you can even just see like the church really like emphasized the role of Mary. Like that was like a, like you, I, mm-hmm. I felt like I could learn a lot about the church just by looking around. Okay. But anyway. So this idea of like high church, very ritualized, very formal, like think Catholicism at its best, think Lutherism, think Anglican, and you have like low church, which is kind of like not ritualized, not formulaic, um, not very, um, you know, formal. So there's no liturgy that tells you what you need to read Uh every day. Uh, It's kind of like the preacher or the evangelist or the minister decides what he's going to share. Uh, You can change around the order of the service if you want. Um, And then there's like everything in between. So like you have like the super formal, informal churches and you have the formal churches and what's, what's, what's right and what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and one analogy I've heard of church history is the analogy of the boat. Have you heard this? Mm -mm. I heard this from a Catholic priest, uh, Father Mike, I think he has a YouTube channel. I remember hearing this a long time ago being brought up as Catholic, but I had forgotten about it. And he said, if you think of church history as a ship, mm-hmm. that ever since church started, right, it's just been sailing towards a oh, destination. Yeah, you told me about it. Right? Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, some of the crew decided that they didn't want to be part of that ship right. anymore. And right. so they rebelled. Mm-hmm. So they stole some lifeboats, mm-hmm. they stole some supplies, right. they sold, stole some stuff, and they made their own ship, right? Mm-hmm. And then other people rebelled, and they, there were no more lifeboats, so they just like pulled off some doors, mm-hmm. and they pulled off some posts to make oars, right. and they're also... But we're all kind of in this together. In the same current. Same current, going mm-hmm. the same place, 
And all these other churches kind of have like pieces of the main ship. Right. I remember. You know? I think they've, you said that in And you can even see it in a tradition that we've come out of. There's a lot of things that we've borrowed mm-hmm. from the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Like we have something that that's called the communion mm-hmm. or the Lord's Supper. Mm-hmm. Now, it means maybe different things to a, a Catholic uh, to, or to someone from our tradition. Don't we buy the little cups and bread from the Catholic We probably company? do. Yeah, we probably yeah. buy it from a Catholic company. That would mm-hmm. be so funny if we did. No, of course we do. That's they're, they're the ones who maybe monopolize those little cups with the bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because who else will have the capital to, to like, uh, uh, what's the word, um, export those things, right? Because, yeah. yeah, I doubt there's someone in China making this <laughs> 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 that Amazon can deliver. It'd, it'd be funny if, like, so, a Buddhist in China was yeah. making these and, like, making money off of all the... Oh, no. It's an different... interesting thing to follow <laughs> up on. We'll, we'll let you guys know on the next... Follow, follow the, the next, money. Follow the money. Next episode. <laughs> so there's this whole idea of, like... You know, this idea of church and what is church. Mm-hmm. And to me, like when I when I look in the Bible, uh, you know, I'm going to go to a scripture that, um, you know, wasn't very important for me when I was coming out of the Catholic tradition uh, to atheism, to a uh, the tradition that we just came out of, very Stone Campbell, mm-hmm. ICOC. And this was something that was was shared with me, if you don't mind me sharing it. So in Acts 2... Beginning in verse 42, this is kind of like, they would call this the snapshot, or if we had the Polaroid footage, you know, yes, I I was converted into this tradition in the early 2000s, I guess, where we still remembered Polaroids. Uh, so if we had the cell phone footage of the early church, we might have seen something like this. In Acts 2, verse 42, it says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. And all the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. You know, and that to me was always like, it was always like shown as like, okay, then we, then we would go through all these things. And I think every tradition, when they read this, they read into this their own tradition. It's just natural, right? You look at this and you're like, oh, yeah. Th- like if you're a Catholic, you're like, this, this, is what, this is what we do, right? You know, we meet together. We break bread. We have communion, right? The body of Christ. Every day you receive the body of Christ every Sunday, right? And for a tradition like that we're coming out of, it's like, you know, you can see the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. Like, you know, the apostles' teachings, we're getting together, we're feeding people with the word of God. Um, we, we also have a communion. We remember the body and blood of Christ, right? That's very, very important. Um, but, you know, more and more lately, I've been wondering, have we been missing something? You know, have we been missing out on the greatest thing that Christianity ever had to offer and that is true authentic christian community a body of people coming around uh the apostles teaching right and the apostles taught out of you know they had their own teachings which we have today fragments of and they taught out of the old testament or the hebrew scriptures right they gather in community and they 
they ate meals together, you know? I remember even in our own tradition, like some of my closest friends on a Sunday morning, you know, I, w- I wouldn't even talk to because we'd get in, we'd hear the message. And then like, if I didn't have anything to do, if I wasn't leading anything or if I wasn't like, if I didn't need to talk to anybody, it's like we just got out and we went to go see family or we just came home because we were tired, right? Or we tried to do like grocery shop- shopping or something like that. And it just, you know, in the same way as a 15 year old, Standing in uh, my Catholic church, feeling the same types of feelings of like, well, what happened to community? Like, is this really what Jesus would want? Mm-hmm. Does Jesus really care about us meeting in a school auditorium someplace and like remembering him, not with an actual meal, mm-hmm. but with like a little wafer mm-hmm. and some fake wine, for some, mm-hmm. some little juice? that I think it's a great product, not really grape, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, uh, these, these BBBs that we're having, to me, they're an opportunity for myself and those around me just to experience maybe a little bit of what this could have been, you know? So we had a meal. We had, we had a barbecue, right? We added a fire just to make it nice and cozy and comfy. It was a little chilly out because it was still spring. And then we added the Bible, right? And Well, the Bible project. Right. <laughs> we didn't do any teaching, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't say, okay, here's our agenda today. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we just, we pulled out some classes from the Bible project. Hashtag Bible project classroom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can actually hashtag that. I don't even know really what a hashtag is. Uh, but if you go to the BibleProject.com and you search for classrooms, you'll find it. Uh, we did the um, the intro class. It was like a short little like one-off lesson to uh-huh. kind of get people to understand. So we listened to Tim Mackey talk about the Bible. Uh, we we followed their follow-up questions. Well, there, there was an agenda. The agenda was heaven and earth. Yeah. So um, I know you and I had. You're like getting all stressed out. Like, what am I show them? I was like, it's people coming over to yep. hang out and eat. Yeah, you know, to bring perspective because I, you know, I've been very clear with you. I'm not here to start a new church, and we're in a transition where for me it was very difficult um, to be in a Zoom service right. to have so many things preached in a way that was completely. Um, different than what I'm now teaching myself or through the Bible yeah. project and just very difficult that we're not doing that together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I care about my friends and I love for them to see what like new teachings on, on the Bible as a unified story that leads to Jesus. Absolutely. So, and then I, <clears throat> I think the genius too of, you know, Christians just getting together you know, from any denomination, from any walk of life. Because mm-hmm. uh, we had people who were around our same age, right? We had people who weren't, you know, we had all types of people come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Three couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I, did I make it sound <laughs> yeah, like it was a massive like crowd? <laughs> it was like so many yeah. people. So whether it's hundreds of people or just six like we had. Uh, but I, I think the genius of it is there, there's no need to like reject anything there's no need to like leave your church to experience this Uh maybe you're already experiencing some of this 
in the church you're in right now. Mm-hmm. There's no need to go like, okay, like this is now our thing and we're calling it, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, we're calling it Zetonian. What is that? Christianity. I just made our last name into a type of Christianity. Zetonian. Wow. Zito. Mm-hmm. There's no need to do that, right? Mm-hmm. It's just get together with other people who love to talk about God. Right. Eat a meal. Right. And just hang out and talk about it. Yeah. Or learn something, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe you don't have a teacher in your group, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many great resources online. We use the Bible Projects to facilitate, you know, our discussion mm-hmm. and our, like, time of just getting together and talking about and learning about the Bible. Um, but that that's what I love the most about it. I feel like it's the most, like... I want to say undecisive, but I don't mean it like that way. I think you can be divisive. You can be like, hey, like let's let's leave them and go start our own thing. Mm -hmm. But I think there's another way of just being, hey, I have a thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't I don't want to do anything about that. Mm -hmm. But I also want to experience um, just community and having people over my house. Mm -hmm. You know, and what's the occasion? Is it someone's birthday? No. Is it someone's retirement party? No. It's just a bunch of people who love God, who love Jesus, love the Bible, and love each other, and want to get together and do more of that together. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is why this is really, really exciting, and I'm looking forward to doing more of these. And I, you know, I hope you know anyone who's listening out there that you're also challenged to start one of your own, start some hangouts of your own. Uh, you want to use the Bible practice? That's great. If you don't, that's also great. You know, I think the scriptures also make a case just for the public reading of scripture. Just grab a letter that's of Paul. That's what I wanted to do. And just read it. Just read it together. And then after you're done reading, like... That's what I actually want to do. Yeah. I'd love to do that. I know that we already had asked them if they want to do the Bible Project. But there's some something in me that wants to read books. Just, you know, the way we were in challenging people in the podcast to yeah. read the whole book of Ephesians or the book of uh, Jonah or the book of whatever. Um, yeah, that's what I like to do. We, we could certainly continue. They seem to have like that class. Yeah. Uh, but as we move forward, I love to do more of that, more of the reading. Um, and I also want to invite people outside ICOC. I want to invite actual neighbors. I want to invite people who are not Christians. I want to invite people who are Muslim. I want to invite others to come, um, you know, hang out with us in the backyard. So you want to bring together different people from different backgrounds? Yeah, I mean, you know, what I really want to do is bring different people from different churches. Yeah. Like Christians, Christians from different churches. And so we can see, like, all our similarities um, and stop the differences. Just focus on what we actually do have in common, create friendships, have more barbecues. I mean, I always see myself, like, having, like, volleyball teams from different churches. I mean, I meant, like, outside ICOC, just competing, you know. Um, Really start breaking down the we're in the kingdom, you're outside the kingdom nonsense. Um, And, yeah, just get to do more activities. That's that's the community I'm very hungry for. It's sad. 
it's well it's sad and it's not i know a while back i was like oh i'm gonna go back you know and then like i attended a service where it felt a like zoom service. So, a zoom service that broke my heart hmm. it broke my heart it broke my heart what about it broke your heart the it felt as if there was a type of person that needed to be leading this service and it felt fake i mean that i mean that is honestly how it felt it felt it had an agenda uh and it felt very much like one particular kind of person or and not really diverse and i'm not talking about ethnicity i'm talking about diversity of thought diversity of thought and um you know the whole like yes 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 amen to that i i've always had a really hard time with that kind of thing you know because i i i didn't want to know yes yes even though i've actually caught myself saying yes yes a few times mm-hmm. um with other stuff but what, what broke my heart was that Everything still looked the same. It was still very much like the worship part, this part, and this is the order of things. And the fact that it was Zoom too. Uh, but mainly, mainly, it was like the four sisters I share were exactly alike. You know? And yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see the diversity in the different women that are in icoc mm-hmm. it was only one type and they were all the leaders <laughs> of the regions and so yeah. that to me it broke my heart it broke my heart that some it was and then it wasn't all of them right i know one particular that would not have fit that mold right there um that's actually the one leader i've actually loved and would have loved to see <laughs> mm-hmm. In this woman service, sure, yeah. and um, yeah, so it's not—it's not like all women are supposed to be like this super outgoing, yes, yes, kind of rah rah. Um, and yeah, I—I I, it bothered me, it bothered me greatly, and it made me sad. Mm. Um, and um, yeah, I could tell you what made me sad. Sure. Uh, what made me sad was I feel like the underlying assumption is that people needed to be fed mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That's what the yes, yes, yes was about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that people were tuning oh. into the Zoom channel and that was somehow supposed to feed them spiritually by hearing these people talk. And no, you're right about that. The whole like, yes, that was such a great message. Yes, like, yes, mm, yes. Mm. Mm. And, and so it's like... Those kind of like uh, meditations or those times of when we have that, that cognitive shift as we're in scripture happens when we're alone yeah. with God. And um, yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely... Yeah, okay, thank you. You're like helping me see what exactly that mm-hmm. was. Because to me, I've become convinced that no amount of preaching or teaching mm-hmm. is ever going to or was ever meant to feed people spiritually Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know rewind back to my catholic days it was it was similar because taking the eucharist right was supposed to include you in the fellowship of the catholic church and that was supposed to make you saved that was supposed to feed your soul Mm -hmm. somehow and both meals i found not nourishing 
and not satisfying to my spirit, to me at all. What I think we were always meant to be fed by was true, authentic Christian community, mm-hmm. which is a group of people coming together and living together, eating together. You know, when you're when you're eating, you're actually participating in the in the uh, in life, right? You're getting nourishment for your body. You're continuing your life by the consuming of food and drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And just being with people. And laughing. <clears throat> yeah. It's being in a parasympathetic, um, relaxed rate of right. digest. Yeah. So. We were born for community. Mm-hmm. God is, loves to work in a community. And we were made in his image. And meals are the process of down-regulating any human. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's again, it's not... If you're a little pregnant, you're pregnant or you're not <laughs> pregnant, right? So it's like it, it, you're either in the sympathetic, in a fight or flight, or in a parasympathetic. And so the even the process of meal making or sitting down, down regulates us. That's the moment where we are to look around. And what else are we doing when we're eating? We're looking at each other, right? We're in, other, circle, we're, we're in a circle. We're in a circle. Um, and so there's, and that's what there's barbecuing and being by a bonfire is really healing mm-hmm. to me. Uh, it's because we are gathering around, yep. around the fire. And, and this is when the storytelling has come down from generations to generations. I actually got that idea of, of having a fire from N.T. Wright from mm. his book, Surprised by Hope, mm. where he, at the end of the book, he, he sorts, he sort of, take out the sort of, he starts to rethink Easter, mm. you know, to him, Easter should be the culmination of the season. And he's like, that should be the big celebrations. There should be bonfires all across the land. People getting together, laughing, singing, dancing, playing music, you know, because celebrating uh, what happened that day. Jesus coming back from the dead, mm-hmm. you know, and the the uh, restoration of all things. Mm-hmm. Right. And. uh you know, I, I wanted a little bit of I wanted a little bit of that when I read that. I was like, yes, that's what that's what I want. I want to get a group of people together, and I want to eat, and I want to you know sing, and I want to dance, and I want to have music. Mm-hmm. All right, we didn't have the singing, dancing, and music yet, but you know, we definitely had music and dancing. Were you not there when me and Kashan were jamming? Oh, that's right. You guys got a little <laughs> like your your uh, our nineties back. I forgot about that. I think I was just worried that somebody would ask me to dance, and I'd have to say no. I have two left feet. Thank you very much. Honey, you have rhythm. I, I have some rhythm. You have rhythm. But it doesn't always like to show up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just like, just experiencing that joy. You know, I think even uh, Paul, like, you know, was much more concerned about these type of things happening uh-huh. than even the Sabbath, uh-huh. you know, as a Jew, you know, and if like you, you read through the Hebrew scriptures, the Sabbath is kind of a big deal. <laughs> You know, Take out the kind of the Sabbath is a big deal, a mm-hmm. big, big deal. Yeah, and in a sense, it was a shadow or a copy of what was to come, of these communities forming, of like these people of God mm-hmm. getting together. And I don't think it was for attendance purposes, mm-hmm. and I don't think it was to like you know do any type of ritual or any type of checks you know three songs in a communion you know kind of thing uh but i think it was for this real authentic christian community where people were together 
And I don't think this is possible to do in big groups. You know, if we had a, a big, big group, you know, A, our backyard wouldn't have fit all those people, but it wouldn't have been possible to look people in the eye, everybody who was there and have a conversation with them, mm-hmm. have some type of, uh, you know, memory with them, mm-hmm. have authentic community with them, open up the scriptures and actually talk about it. Like these things aren't possible uh, unless you're in a small group setting. Mm-hmm. And there's something about like, you know, even trying to do some of these things over a Zoom meeting or over the internet, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You need to be breathing the same air. Mm-hmm. You need to be eating the same food. You need to be, you know, rubbing rubbing uh, elbows with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of just really hanging out. And that has really gotten me excited. And I really want to encourage everybody, no matter what tradition they're, they're in, to try doing some of these. I will take out the try and say to begin inviting people. Yeah. You know, because when we say try to do that, try to die, it puts the goal out there. It doesn't bring it home. Yep. So one way to begin is send a text. That's what we do. I send a group text and I don't, yeah, maybe like 16 people and we got 16 people, six people that came. Well, yeah. plus Joshua. So that's seven. <laughs> Joshua counts. So seven people Absolutely. right here. And I want to say something <laughs> with that too. I want to say, and don't chicken out. Mm, translate I- that. Uh, be courageous. There we go. Because I almost was not courageous. Uh, I had the barbecue all set. <laughs> I had the fire going. And then, you know, things were going really good. We were all having fun. And I knew I wanted to bring up the Bible. And I knew I wanted to get everybody to... And I knew everyone knew because we, we said it all. It's in the flyer. It's in the flyer. <laughs> and then I just... I got very insecure. And I got very... uh I almost didn't do it until I looked across and I saw this lovely lady giving me the look like, you know, you know how it is. Um, my Hispanic audience out there, like with the lips kind of pointing. Like, I did say, are we ready for the other B, which is the Bible? And yeah. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys want to do that? This is what I was. And I just, I just launched into it and everybody was really receptive to it. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. That's awesome. Um, you know, we brought out the projector, we got that all set up, and mm-hmm. then we just, we watched the class, and then we talked about it. It was yep. so, so good. And, uh, you know, I think even if we had just opened up the Bible and read, you know, a short letter mm-hmm. in its entirety, I think that would have been good, too. Yeah. Um, Although, I, I, I do think now, in retrospect, that, it you know, on the answers that they were given, they were like, man, I, I, I really don't read my bible like right. this you know yeah. or i didn't see that and and so having guidance it's uh it's important because we could get into the habit well i think that the bible said this right and mm-hmm. then the discussions become yeah. unfortunately vague when, right when we have those kind of conversations um i do want to bring something up because um someone who came over did did actually ask me hey so did you get a chance to have that meeting or that lunch with the teacher of our church, the Mm. ICOC. And I told her, yeah, I got the number. Now the meeting's got to happen. And so I wanted to give Jimmy and I a challenge. I mean, you're encouraging everyone to embrace this. Um, And it's having this conversation with teacher, one of the teachers for New York City, 
um to take a look at the bible project's um whole resource and tools on heaven and earth and um talking about why this is important how this actually does change the game um because as i continue to share with people the more we get all excited oh i got the ticket to heaven and the avoidance to hell we avoid the now the presence we avoid life what it's all supposed to be about life so um hence you know our podcast and speaking about life to the full you know i certainly uh wish this to be not i know there's been a couple episodes where it's been a bit spicy in this and people may say hey you guys are talking bad about icsc and, and there might have been like some frustration in there and take out the mic i, I wanna yeah yeah there has been frustrations in there and i want to continue to focus on life to the full which is the theme and title of our podcast mm-hmm. um instead of like this is not what we're doing okay but what can we do right and continue to be an example of a couple that is inviting people we are breaking bread and we're talking about the bible so um and because we have left uh the icoc i do want to have this meeting right because that is the reason why we left there's because of um the lack of room of wanting to teach this um to teach about heaven and earth and um so we have a month <laughs> to set up a time to set up the date and um you know and i know things people can get busy so i, I do hope to report to you on our next month episode at least with the date of the time that we're gonna get together how's that for you honey how's that for a challenge for the Zetas? man she always sneak attacks me with these challenges <laughs> It's not a sneak attack. Sneak attack. We were talking about the BBB Sunday. That's actually one of the things that one person brought up to me. Hey, so did you and Jimmy have the meeting yet? I was like, oh, you know what? I did get the phone number. Yeah. I didn't have a meeting. We didn't. So. We didn't. So, yeah, let's. I think that's great. I think uh, it's always good to challenge yourself uh, just to grow. You, you know? know? I don't know. Do you know? Oh, my God. We said that at the same what? time. Sorry. I inter- you, you finish your thought. Thank you. <laughs> I shall. Um, what was my thought? Oh, I think the temptation is always to feel that we either don't need to grow or that we need we need to like just do everything. Like mm-hmm. right that second. Like sometimes I'll walk through a room and Patty can tell I'm really stressed and she's like, what are you going to do today? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to solve my life. You know? And then Patty... Takes a nice deep breath, and then asks me, um, "Okay, um, that's interesting. Uh, what's what's the one thing you're gonna do today? You know, because like, that sounds very broad. Solving your whole life, or do you maybe want to break it up into pieces and do one thing today? Oh yeah, I'm gonna call so and so. Great. When are you gonna do that? Uh, I don't know. One o'clock. Nice. You know, and then she'll check in with me at one thirty to see." If I, if I did it, you know, and little by little, you make pathways in the right place. And I, I believe she's te- texting that person. I am. Right we're, now. We're putting this to action. We're putting, we're, the challenge mm-hmm. is we're, we're doing it right here in this podcast. And uh, I think, you know, we always have to be moving forward. 
the goal is always unity. The goal is always Christianity, true, authentic Christian community. And, uh, you know, thinking about that metaphor of that boat, you know, sailing off and all those little life rafts and pieces of the boat floating with it, kind of caught up in the current. How do we get that boat back together? How do we lead, how do we lead not a half-life, not, a, not an imitation life, but a true life to the full that really promotes true, authentic Christian community where people are getting together in actual communities where they know each other, they love each other, they're getting that chance to build their lives around the Bible and fellowship and just worship of the King. So, as always, adios muchachas. And muchichos. <laughs> Did I get it right? No, but we're going to keep it. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see you next adios. time. Adios.